It's time for a Shway Media Podcast. What is going on, my fellow Shwoke Lords? Welcome back. Welcome to another episode of the Shwagcast. I am your host, Sam Schwegler, like always, and welcome. You're here. You're awesome. And you should stay that way. Uh, if you're new to the show, thank you so much for listening, giving us a try on what you believe is a quality podcast. I probably will disappoint you. Um, that's just how it is. But anyways, but thank you so much for listening. If you do like this show, remember to hit that subscribe button and also write a review on wherever you listen to podcasts at, because that really helps out the show and gets the show traction on what they can and can't do and gives us more energy and more power to be who we need to be. Today on the show, I have the brothers of the Ivans, Jim and Jack Jimbo and Jack specific. Maybe I think that might be the best one. I'm not good with the nicknames. Actually, I am pretty good with nicknames, but that's besides the point. They're on the show today and it's awesome. They're talking about their new song, Certain, and they are also talking about their upcoming album that's getting ready to be released. But the new song that in general is what they're kind of here for today and just kind of like pregame you for that. So yeah, that's pretty awesome. And also, if you don't know, my new song Ocean is still out and available. It hasn't gone anywhere. It's still good. I think it's now finally my current top song in most places. So thank you so much for that. Thank you everyone who's been giving me kind words on that still. It means the world to me and so much about that. I've been a little bummed lately and that's not something we're going to talk about because this is the Schweg cast where we talk about stupid things. So um, with the Ivans today, we're... Um, we talk about like, video game streaming and how that's a thing, you know, and how I partake in it sometimes. Um, fights at Waffle House, one of my favorite uh, topics to talk about, and just, you know, street fights in general. My favorite thing to talk about. Um, I finally get to introduce to you the Schweg Nation of Good Morning Julia. Good morning, Julia. And you can finally get to learn what that is. And so if I ever make a reference in the future where I just say good morning, Julia, that's good. But if you're going to listen to that later on the episode, there's also a YouTube video too where you can really get to see who Joe is. And so if you're a female with a husband who's listening to this show, what you need to start doing is waking up your husband every morning with good morning, Julia. And then you'll be good to go from there. But in the meantime, you're going to get to listen to the Shwedcast, and that is awesome. And um, I saw Endgame. Oh, man, it's so good. Um, it's been a while since it's been out for like two weeks now. No, three weeks, actually. Wow. And so um, let me just get some spoilers real quick. Um, or I guess no, I'm not going to spoil it. If you haven't seen it yet, I'm just going to be very general. Um, it was fantastic and i cried three times in the movie i've only cried four times during movie the first time was during uh pokemon the first movie when ash gets turned to stone and pikachu starts crying other three were during avengers endgame so i absolutely loved it i feel like more time gets on hopefully i'm gonna have some guests on who also like marvel and we're gonna probably talk about that more in detail but in the meantime we have this episode with jimbo and jack specific so more fun. Oh, and they also talk about, uh, do we talk about, uh, Jim goes on this rant about Greta Van Fleet in the show, which is kind of funny, but, um, it's good. It's good quality time, good quality shred cast time. So it, it works out. So you get what you get and, uh, that's it. Yeah. So, um, I think I've said almost everything I need to say. So let's get to the sponsors of today's show. Uh, this show is brought to you 
by DistroKid. DistroKid gets your music out to multiple online retailers and saves you the hassle. This is a great for artists who write original music and also who like to upload covers as well because they'll even get you a cover license so you can legally do that and you can still get what you need to do. Uh, DistroKid actually keep, lets you keep all the money you make from all of your earnings and streams and uh, downloads. Basically what you do, you pay around 20 bucks a year. I believe that is their lowest deal right now. And so you just pay that and it's unlimited uploads for the rest of the year. And it's awesome. I actually recently upgraded to like the medium plan and it's even more incredible. I absolutely love it. I believe that one's $35 and even just as great as you can possibly imagine. Um, but the nice thing is if you're a listener to this show and you want to get music out onto the internet, you can do that. Um, we have a link in the description of this episode. It's distrokid.com slash VIP slash Schwedcast. And so if you don't remember it, it's in the link of this episode. Use that link and you can save 7% off your first year of DistroKid. Phenomenal deal. It's a product I use and I can personally vouch for. And if they weren't sponsoring the show, I would still say, hey, use DistroKid kid to put out your music it is just that good our other sponsor for today's show is honey honey is a free browser extension you can download using the link in the description of this episode honey searches the entire internet for promo codes coupon codes free shipping and anything else that will save you money when buying things online it is 100 free and at no point will you have to pay for it with microtransactions you can add the honey honey extension today uh, onto your browser. I believe it works for Firefox and Chrome and Safari. The three, if you're using Internet Explorer, stop. You're you're just ruining your life. And, you know, download it. The link in the description of this episode today. Add that for free. Support the show. And literally, you don't have to give us any money. Basically, download that. And then you save money on everyday things you're going to buy online anyways. And it's a phenomenal thing. I've been using Honey since before they even sponsored this show, which is kind of a trend with Shredcast sponsors. But I really stand behind this product and it is just phenomenal. So go download Honey, link in the episode description today. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and get on to our conversation with the Ivans. And if this is truly a conversation... Then I say let the conversation begin. Or we could do like an ASMR thing. I can get like uh, one of the condenser mics, like the one actual ASMR people do. Yeah. Okay. I and didn't even know what that was until this weekend. Bill Maher <laughs> did a segment about it. And I was, I was like, of course, this is a fucking real thing. It's one of those things. It's like, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's kind of weird. And it's then like, bizarre. and then like, if you do like, oh yeah, I really like uh, ASMR. I uh, just like, you know, that's kind of weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So one thing I noticed, so Jim, you've been on the show before, but Jack, this is your first, you're popping your Schwedcast cherry. Man, this is a big <laughs> night for me. <laughs> I'm saving you, it. You both are so big. How, how did that go on? Let's just, let's how just did get we into grow? How did you, how did you both grow so big? Well, you're, you're, actually kind of funny. I mean, I was this tall when I was 13 <laughs> and then I just stopped growing up. 
And then Jim, actually, when we were kids, was pretty short and stout. Mm-hmm. And then, but it was like, but it was weird because it was like when I was in kindergarten, like in like those like younger years, yeah. I was known as like the tall guy. Mm-hmm. But then in like third, fourth grade, everybody grew except me. And then like I didn't grow again until like the summer before eighth grade. Because okay. like if you look at my seventh grade yearbook photo and my eighth grade one, in seventh grade I'm like this short chubby kid, mm-hmm. and then in eighth grade I'm like this giant tree of a person with like braces and a high top fade and like way Uh too skinny and like (laughs) you're just like how is that the same guy (laughs) like and so then i just like kind of kept growing for a couple years and like i've had a size 14 shoe since then yeah i've been i i grew my final growth spurt was in like eighth grade Mm. i want to say and i was like taller than like everyone for a little bit then everyone else got their growth spurts and then oh yeah it was all hell for me it's just like (laughs) Middle school. Middle school. <laughs> Everyone loves middle school. Yeah, yeah. dude. Oh, dude, man. our dad, actually, our, our dad was, uh, he was like 4'10 in ninth grade. And by the time he graduated high school, he was like 6'1. Jeez. 6'2, something like that. So It's just weird thinking that so, there's some clothes I got when I was like in middle school that I can still wear. I still have. I still have several high school t-shirts. Yeah, yeah several, high, a lot of stuff from high school. Yeah, somehow. Yeah. I just like wear everything out because apparently I just do like cold washes. Like that's what I do, man. Mm-hmm. Last okay, forever. so I'm not a psychopath, you know. <laughs> no way, no, man. man. We're dudes. Like we wear clothes until they literally disintegrate. Yeah, it's like you gotta wait till like the crotch, it's and gone. then you wait a little bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. I've lost. <laughs> I've lost sleep boxers. <laughs> I've lost like eight pairs of boxers in the last year because they were all from like college oh and yeah like, dude, like, and then finally they just like they stopped they ceased being fabric anymore <laughs> so i mean like the women listening are probably gonna be like oh that's gross guys wearing like really old box i'm like they know. let's they listen know. First, they know. if you don't know there's something wrong listen here if it's date night we're not gonna po- pop out those pairs <laughs> no no you know but once we're comfortable <laughs> yeah <laughs> but once once we're comfortable then yeah. obviously all it's just the, like that's rough. the stuff it's like skid marks and just <laughs> yeah like the unintentional skid marks, you know? That's why I only wear black boxers. Dude, yeah, black, <laughs> there you go. black boxers. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. I got like a pack of boxers, and they came with like these camo boxers. And it's like I wear them when like I, when I'm like, once I get to those pairs, I'm like, now I need to do laundry. Yeah, that's and I'm, I think I'm at that point now, so I think like tomorrow I got to do laundry. Everyone's got the I'm out of clothes pair. Mine is a pair of Superman boxers that were <laughs> bought for a lingerie party that I was invited to in college and I had no idea what to wear. So I just like <laughs> I went to Walmart and I was just like, man, I'm a dude. Like, I mean, Men's. so no one gives a shit what I'm wearing because no one's going to be looking at me. But like, what the fuck do I wear? to Like, I, first of all, I have no business being at this party. Number one. Number yeah. two, like what? Like, what the fuck am I supposed to wear? So I went to Walmart. I got like because I just decided to just like goof it because I'm like, I can't seriously oh, yeah. wear anything with a straight face here. So I got like a bathrobe, these Superman boxers, leopard slippers and these bombastic like white sunglasses. But then I was the only I, this was a very unfortunate statistic. I was the only guy at this party with the forethought to wear compression shorts under my boxers. I'm like, okay, there's going to be. Case. Why are you telling this story? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I got off on a tangent. But, uh, yeah, it was that was a situation. But, yeah, the, the, the Superman boxers, those are the um, – those now take the mantle of I'm out of clothes. Yeah. Oh, like, you know, like those Walmart, like, clothes that's like – who wears this? And then you see the people who actually do wear it. You're, You're looking at one right now. Sorry, nobody can see this, but yeah, I'm wearing this ridiculous Walmart 
shirt. It's got Uncle Sam and an eagle and America. It says freedom on it. Uh, <laughs> it just looks silly, but I'm a, my friend Curtis would like love that shirt. Yeah. There's, there's, yeah, there's, there's a lot of people that would non-ironically love this shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, um, what's uh, I love good Fourth of July jokes. Yeah, it's just like, um, when are you free? I'm like, I'm always free. <laughs> If you're on the America, floor. America. Uh, what's the next one? Um, uh, make sure you put your cell phone on loud because freedom rings. <laughs> that's that's a dad joke right that, there. I man. love that one. Um, and those are the only two I can think of right now. It's two more than I could think of. So good for you. So, just good America joke, wholesome yeah. America jokes wholesome we can all get along to. Absolutely. Um. Anyways, we yeah, we were talking ASMR, mm-hmm. like eating. Food. <laughs> No, I watched. No, so like, there's like an actual like genre on YouTube. It's I'm like sure these is. women who eat like this big crab stuff. Big crab? Yeah, it, it's super weird. Um, I watched. A, I try to watch a video of a guy reacting to it because this is the age I am in right now, of of the internet, and it, it was kind of gross. I guess you know. I don't know. Like food stuff grosses me out. Like, there's a whole thing in um, Korea. Yeah, that's all right. Um, <laughs> dude, I, I need to get into this too because there's a future <laughs> in it. Um, people, it's like, uh, what? what's the video game thing where you watch someone else Twitch. play? Twitch? Yeah. Is it Twitch? Yeah, I mean, Twitch is you watch. So you get on and you watch someone else play video games. Mm-hmm. I, it, I don't get it. It's not for me. Yeah. Apparently, well, it's lucrative it, as it's, shit. Yeah, it's, it's like just, you have like a following. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I I know people who do it, I, but, like, Jack, it's just a part of culture I've just determined I'm never going to get. Well, um, what I realize is I kind of like to watch Pokemon Let's Plays, but I like to watch, like, it mixed up a little bit, not, like, just, like, we're going to play this game that you have actually played already a million times. It's more like doing, like, randomizer and stuff like that. It's kind of the idea. It's kind of like watching sports a little bit. Well, something like that exists for eating, and it's, like, I think that I think Japan as well it's popular but definitely it was korea um people will log in and watch somebody just consume pounds and pounds of food and they're paying them well to do it and i read this it was translated i was like i was actually teaching english and and composition at mm-hmm. a korean learning center and so some kids told me about this yeah some kids told me about this i'm like what and they showed me this article and it like was translated out of Korean. It was like these people make like the like top ones make thousands and thousands and thousands of Jeez. dollars a month just to sit there and be disgusting pigs. And I'm like, dude, I want this. This is yeah, I'm that sounds awesome. This. this sounds incredible. Yeah, <laughs> that like, sounds that sounds pretty great. But they got to log in like every day. They yeah, gotta, well, it's the same thing with Twitch. It. It's the same thing with Twitch too. Mm-hmm. The people that are on Twitch are like so hardcore about it. They're like, if I go even one day, like without doing this, like my whole following is gone. And like, it's like, it's like, it's pretty insane. Like if I watch a video game, let's play, I usually do it on YouTube. Yeah. Just because I watch it at my leisure. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm not like a super hardcore gamer though. Yeah. It's just kind of like, this is pretty easy to fall asleep to like watching someone play a video game. Well, now I know. But like you can, <laughs> yeah, right. it, it's if you treat it like sports, it kind of makes sense. But I'm not. I'm only really into like Pokemon, I'm not really into any other video games. So, yeah, I mean, I know of like there's like celebrities, I guess that like that not outside of the gaming world. Yeah, just like regular kind of celebrity people that'll get on there and do it and make like ten thousand dollars in a sitting. People are just like, oh, I just want to give you money. I'm like, yeah, shit. 
Like this guy needed another avenue to get rich. <laughs> and it's and it's a little bit of like a personality type thing, where you have to have like a certain personality to actually. You have to be entertaining at the same time, like as someone talking. And with Twitch, it's kind of like you can live stream and then people are replying and then oh, you yeah. can talk to them back. So I think that's why they do it every day and they do it live. But uh, I knew a girl who like her Twitch following was so insane. People started sending her like PS3s. Oh, and, and like, it's a girl. The girls are a different story. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like these, and these dudes were so creepy. I remember uh, she... One of them came to visit from London. They were, like, dating. Uh, yeah, and they're not dating anymore, so I'm comfortable saying that. Uh, so, <laughs> But uh, I remember they uh, – because she sang on a song, on a couple songs from a solo record of mine years ago, and on JimIvans.com I have, like, all my credits listed from everything <laughs> I've ever done, and I just happened to have her name listed on there, and it had been up there for, for a long time. I had never even thought about it. And then one day she, like, texted me and was like – Oh, you have to take that down. I was like, "Why?" She's like, "That's my real name." And I'm like, "And?" And she's like, "Well, these guys, like, even though I never use my real name, have like deep webbed and like found my real name and like all my information about me." And so I'm like, "I am trying to purge the internet of everything that has my actual name on it." I'm like, "That's just scary. <laughs> like, that well, doesn't sound fun." Well, the thing <laughs> is, though, it's like if it's something. There's like, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of weird people out there. And like, obviously, like some parents are like, hey, don't put pictures of my kids on your like Facebook. I don't know who you're friends with. Like, uh-huh. that makes sense because old dudes are gross. Yeah. Like, dudes are gross out D- there. Yeah, dudes. Are- but like a name, if it's it's kind of. I guess the the weirdest part about that was, like I said, the fact that like she never used her real name ever. She obviously has a handle like on Twitch. But she never, ever used her real name in any context at all. But these creeps just found it. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, yeah. I mean, like, they found out your real name. That's one thing. Yeah. But, like, what's, like, her name on your website? And that was kind of like, anything? Follow. Yeah, that's the thing. That was, And that's what I said. I was just like, but why, why does this matter? Like, I guess she thought that, like, Having her name associated with me could then lead the people to me to find more like pictures and stuff of her or something like. I mean, I don't know. I didn't quite follow it, but she, you know, was insistent about it. She didn't want to be affiliated with you, bro. Uh, Well, that that's probably the larger issue. But uh, no, she she was insistent about it, so I said fine. But you know, like you guys, I didn't quite get it. Uh, Yeah, I guess. I mean, the only thing I just I'm with social media. I'm in the viewpoint of, hey, if you don't want people to know about it, don't post it on the internet. Oh yeah. So I'm just (laughs) like. I use my internet for basically just stupid things. Yeah. Memes mostly. Memes mostly. It's yeah. like, why are you gay? <laughs> God, I love that thing. That video. Oh man. That's the that's like the joke, my friends. I'm like, you know, I'm a serious journalist. I'm like really talking to people in depth about everything. And then I get to the interview, why are you gay? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, you, I mean when you know journalists like that, you know, they just give you something to aspire to. You know, you can blame know, it on just, that. Um, whatever in Ethiopia or whatever that station is yeah. from. I believe it was Uganda. Uganda, ah, that's even go. better. Yes. I feel like Uganda, like I don't know anything about Uganda. I don't either, so I will not See, say I'm really anything. sad. <laughs> I didn't know South Africa was actually a country. Until when? <laughs> Until like, it was like a couple years ago. It was no when one. Trevor Noah started hosting the Daily Show. <laughs> so like around that time. I thought it was a geographic location. Yeah, I yeah, thought it was like just like, because yeah. like in the United States, you're just like, oh, where are you from? Oh, I'm from the South. I'm, oh, I'm from the Midwest. And you're like, yeah. you know, I just assumed, because like Africa, there's like a ton of like just small countries. 
Well, there is North Africa, East Africa, West Africa, regions, South yeah. Africa, country. Yeah, I yeah. know that. So that like confused me, I guess. But um, it is odd when you break it down that way. It was crazy as there's a country in South Africa called what? Uh, I don't remember that L- on the Lesotho. seventh grade. Oh, okay. Oh, I do remember that. Lesotho is actually this tiny country within the borders of South Africa. That's just bizarre. That's just, It'd be like if if Nashville was its own country within the country well, of Tennessee. Well, when you think about it, it kind of is. It kind of is. <laughs> yeah, like, when you say, like, oh, where are you from? Like, you don't say Tennessee, you say Nashville. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, yeah, we're not, like, because Tennessee's kind of weird. Like, <laughs> I mean, Nashville's a blue dot in a red sea. Yeah. You know? It's like, um, yeah, you looked at uh, the primaries and it was just like blue Nashville, like blue Memphis, blue Knoxville, or maybe Chattanooga, one of the two, but there's only three. And then it's just like the rest is just straight red. We don't have to go too deep on this, but I do remember that uh, Trump won like 87% of Tennessee yeah. or something like it was something outrageous. It's like Davidson high. County voted Hillary yeah. and then, uh, yeah. uh, Williamson Maybe. County. I don't even know if they did. Yeah, I, I, no, actually, I, think, I actually don't know either. No, I, I kind of remember. Yeah. yeah, Williamson County was like all. Dude, that's a Chris Gaines record. Dude, Holy shit! I'm not supposed to. I'm, I guess I'm not supposed to say it, but I don't really care anymore. So, um, someone sent me that. I guess who listens to the show? We talk about Chris Gaines a lot. It's been scrubbed from the internet. I yeah. Kn- I, I know that you and I talked about the It's Gonna Be Me doll. Did we not talk about that? Oh, yeah, we talked about that. Did we talk about Chris Gaines? No, because that's a new thing. Someone who's a fan of the show sent me that, but somehow got my home address to mail it to me. This is what I'm talking about with the Twitch thing. So, I mean, I'm like, because I was like, you know what? I'm just not going to bring it up, and now I just brought it up, so I don't really care. So, but yes, I've never, I don't believe I've ever physically seen it. He kind of looks like Chris Angel in that picture. Yeah, I know. My friend. My friend. <laughs> what was oh dude Chris Angel was a weird guy for a while real guy with a hundred million dollars I know dude some, of, it's, dude some of those videos are crazy I gotta say yeah they're, they're crazy I'm like there's obviously something like behind it where it's yeah, like he's like the he was like magic's not real <laughs> <laughs> I'm an illusionist yeah. anyone that says yeah. it's real is full of shit it's like a WWE I'm not think yeah. WWE is real yeah exactly <laughs> are you trying to you trying to say it's not real <laughs> You tell me, me that the NWO wasn't real? Scott Hall and Kevin Nash didn't really bust into WCW? Donald Trump, like, tackling that one guy. It was Vince McMahon. <laughs> that, was, that was the stupidest thing. It wasn't even, like, that good. Like, you could tell it was, like, super... Because, like, with wrestling, I feel like the nice thing about it, it doesn't look fake. Yeah. There's, like, because... And that's the... And so, like, you don't want it to look fake. Dude, even the Carl Malone shit looked real. I yeah. Mean, <laughs> people but, do, like, like, that looked clearly yeah. fake. Yeah. People do, like... Break limbs and oh yeah, die in the that, ring. Yeah, so. the thing, like, yeah, people always like, oh, that's fake, that's fake. It's like no, they're really hitting each other. It's mm-hmm. just you know you're doing it in a controlled way if you're doing it right. And oh then, my god, if you want to see the worst thing in the world, look up like is it the WWF thing? worst injuries. Oh god. Like, uh, I mean, we can do it right no, now. I don't want to watch. <laughs> it. I, I prefer it's not awful, to. It's I've, like I've, you know, someone jumps enough. off the top rope and when they go to hit someone, when they hit the ground, like their leg just like. Mm-hmm. Completely dislocates. Sid Vicious. Or breaks. Oh, that's the worst one. Sid Vicious. Yeah, Jesus. Sid Vicious. I'm, I'm a big fan of just like random iPhone quality, just street fights. 
Uh, like world star. Yeah, yeah world star. Like world, specifically, yeah, yeah I love or world bump star. fights. Like God. I just like the passion. The passion's slice. there. <laughs> Kimbo's old slice. Kimbo Good slice God. videos. We were just going to someone's backyard and beat the shit out of some fat redneck. My my favorite video I found. It was like this huge fight that broke out in a Mexican restaurant. And so and, and like it was a pretty long video. And to spoil, here's the best part of it. Uh, one guy threw one of those like toddler stool chairs. You know, yeah, restaurants have. Still oh yeah. Yeah, he no no. T- oh, that would have been so awesome. He threw that like super hard at another person. He caught it one handed, and then threw it down like very like um, it was like amazing. I'm like and ripped the guy's throat out roadhouse style. I'm like what the hell just happened right now? There's a there's a there's a YouTube video somewhere of myself and three of my friends in a Waffle House at like two a.m. and there's a fight that's. Erupting. Really, that's the only reason the, I go to Waffle the House. The entire restaurant is in like a fucking street fight, and there's one table of like four people trying to eat their food, acting like it's not happening. And, <laughs> and that's you guys? Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard about this. When was this? In college? No, it was like the year, it was probably 2011. <laughs> yeah, it was like a Waffle House in Richmond. Do you know what this video two. is called? No, I like I saw it once in like that year, in like 2011, and I, I haven't seen it since, but it's just like, some really shitty cell phone. It probably only lasts for about 15 seconds. And you can just see, like, it's an all-out brawl, but there's, like, one table kind of in the middle of the <laughs> restaurant with four people sitting at it kind of ducking and trying to just eat their late-night food. And there's a vi- there is a video I've seen online. It's, like, two Waffle House employees fighting each other. And they're like, can I get a waffle? Can I get a waffle? <laughs> there was one. Did you see that article? It was a couple months ago. Some guy, like, the, the actual Waffle House employee was passed out. Just like took a nap, and so this guy walked into Waffle House. No one was in there except the employee, which he could see taking a nap. So he just hopped the counter and made himself breakfast, and then left like eight bucks on the counter, <laughs> ate it, and then left. That's incredible. That was fucking sick. That feels like that's like um. I like to you know like the Dungeons and Dragons like rankings. There's like chaotic good, neutral good. Like Going way over my head here, man. Something it's something like re- it's a weird weird setting, but people make like memes out of it. That there's thing called like chaotic good. Yeah. So and I think that I like that expression though. I like that yeah, chaotic like that good. It's like you do something really that should be considered illegal, but at the same time, it's like, well, you justified it. Like, you know, like like that guy, like he goes into Waffle House, makes himself food, but actually pays for it. Probably a little bit more. I feel like eight dollars is a lot. To spend but it's also like I mean, that was he quite might have had four bags of food for eight bucks. I don't know. It was like it was like he. How did he know that like he'd get behind the grill and start making the food and that the guy wouldn't wake up? Like he he totally put a gamble on it. Like that's. I mean, what is what's he gonna say? Yeah, it's like what's he sleeping? Like, dude, you were sleeping. I'm, <laughs> I'm doing all the work. <laughs> let me guess. Go, let me guess. This video sleep, was like man. at like in the afternoon. Do what? This video happened in like the afternoon. No, this was like three o'clock in the morning. Oh, okay. I was like, yeah, because usually like you look at Waffle Houses, they're like super slow in like the afternoons. Then at like 3 a.m., it's like that's when it's bedlam. Oh, yeah. Because it's like you, you go to Waffle House for one reason you're drunk. Hey, but sometimes, you know, sometimes you just need some Waffle House. Dude, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm always down for Waffle House. There's one next to me, so it's like, right. I just walk there. Bye. My, uh, my girlfriend and I now have a yearly tradition because the night that I like made it official, we, went, we had gone to Waffle House. So now I'm like, well, now every year we got to go to Waffle House. And she's like, we really don't have to do that, do we? I'm like, yeah, we do. So, like, <laughs> we're going to fucking Waffle House. Well, just think of, like, the other worst case scenarios, like, you'd have. 
like a lot of like you can go to a fancy restaurant. Yeah. Like you could think like like you can spend like two hundred dollars like on a meal. <laughs> or spend twelve dollars at Waffle House. Mm-hmm. Though there's this one comedian. Um I really just see him like do like short YouTube video like Facebook videos, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was just like Cardi B spends sixty dollars at Waffle House. He's <laughs> just like, I, I, look, look. How do you spend sixty dollars at Waffle House? You gotta like be feeding your whole crew or something. Yeah, assuming like, like, like yeah. multiple portions. <laughs> but he was just it, the guy was like, you know, I've I've had you know, I'm taking groups out to you know my crew out and I paid for everyone, and it was not sixty dollars. Yeah, <laughs> and so he's just like, I'm I'm really hoping she spent like five dollars and just tipped. <laughs> yeah right 55 uh, and yeah 60 dollars at waffle house that's that is hefty yeah like, i mean yeah you better be spending a lot at uh <laughs> tipping a lot yeah or else, i mean scattered smothered and covered i mean like yeah it's a lot to take in and that's just one order mm-hmm. 60 dollars i can't even remember the smothered Covered. I always have to look it's at the menu. Some, some kind of gravy. Yeah, there's. I always just do cheese. I'm just a. Mm-hmm. I'm simple man. I'm a simple man. That works. Not a big onion fan though. I hate onions. Yeah. Okay. So like, onions are one of the big things like you can debate over like if you love or not. Onions are weird. Yeah, pickles are the other thing. Pickles are weird. I don't like pickles either. I hate pickles. What are you on, Jack? What am I? Onions and pickles. For or against? I'll, I'll, no, I'll, I'll, I'll fuck with them. Yeah. It's like a 50-50 thing, I swear. Like Mayo is my, my devil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mayo? Mayo is like Hellman's is like the worst word in the English language. <laughs> I think Hellman's. I don't do mayo, and it's not the fact that I don't like it. It's just people put too much. There's like an amount you're supposed to put in mayo. <clears throat> there is too much. There is like, t- like if you do too much mayo, it could ruin something. It, it just makes it too messy. It's my but, feelings on sriracha as well. Like, you put too much sriracha on something. Well, too much sriracha on something, you'll be paying for that later. Yeah. I've been taking, uh, like, these psyllium husk supplements to help you poop. Oh. It's not like I've been having problems <laughs> pooping. It's like a some fiber. I want to do it more. Yeah. It's just like a... And I only, they so say, like, if you're constipated, like, the balls is like, take, like, four of them if you're constipated. I take, like, one a day. Just, you know, it's like a, like a vitamin. It's not that I have a problem pooping. I just don't want to try anymore. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's just like, you ever had too many rough poops and you're just like, I'm, I'm done. I can't say that I have, but I feel for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's I hope a, the, the, the pills are working. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I'm not doing like heavy doses or anything. It's okay. We don't. We, microdosing. Micro, <laughs> I like to call microdosing as drinking on the, at work. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like you were working heavy machinery and you were drunk? I'm impressed. Yeah, right. I wasn't drunk. I was microdosing with alcohol. Come on, get it straight. I'm not drinking wine. I am doing a tasting. It's it's called a tasting and it's classy. Exactly. When you call it a tasting, it, it totally changes it's it. It's all semantics. I yeah. always just do like a tasting of a whole bottle at once. I never Tasting's understand. A tasting. I never understand the people who spit out the wine. Yeah, I don't. I'll I don't, just I'll just drink. I don't I care. Just like, like you're going to a I, wine test, and I'm like, I'm not driving home. I just like booze too much. I, I can't yeah. spit it out. <laughs> yeah, I could. Yeah, I'm just like I'll, I'll rinse my mouth. You know, like if you want to like really like clear your palate, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spit out the wine. Yeah, no, no, that's that's ridiculous. Unless you're hardcore, then you take taste it, spit out the wine in one cup, then drink that whole cup at the end. Right. But that, you have to be super hardcore for that. So we're from Virginia, and um, in the Shenandoah Valley, there's like a, there's a 
ton of wineries. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get pretty loaded at a couple places. There's one vineyard in particular that this old guy runs who gives Talk zero. Truck winery? Nope. Not that <laughs> one. Although. Because it's there. <laughs> I've been to it. And the guy in the tasting room went to my college. Really? I think I was wearing a JMU hat. And he was like, dude, hell yeah. And instead of giving me like a tasting, he was just pulling, pouring four like full cups. I know. So I got <laughs> slammed. But <laughs> there's another place. I can't remember which one it is. It starts with a B, though. I think it's Blanton's, maybe? It's not Blenheim, because that's Dave Matthews's. But there's one with a B, and this old dude's there, and he just... I think the tasting's supposed to be, like, three wines, but he'll just fill your glass up, and then once you drink it, he's like, you want another! <laughs> and you just get... <laughs> you just, just smash the glass on the ground, and you just get a new glass. Like, yeah, Virginia's like, for lovers, man. People yeah. try, like, oh, we'll make a day out of it. It's like, not if you go to this place. <laughs> it's going to be a one-stop shop. You're going to make an hour out of it. Shit-faced. Yeah. Um, what was I thinking of? Oh, uh, so you have a girlfriend, Jimbo. I do. But, uh, Jack, do you have a girlfriend? I do. Okay. So I'm not going to go into their lives, but are they like wine girls? They always get wine? Most, most. No. Okay. Most girls that I know are wine wine girls. girls, But yeah, no, my girlfriend, she's. My girl is a, um, let's take shots, you bitches. (laughs) That is very accurate. Sounds (laughs) awesome. Does your girlfriend have a sister? (laughs) (laughs) Only child. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, dude, wine girls, those wine girls can. I mean. Make you pay a lot. Actually, I'll be honest. (laughs) If I, if I've ever been on. A date, and we walk into a bar that's like because I don't, I'm not a frou frou bar kind of guy. I'm just, mm-hmm. it's not my, not my scene. So normally it's pretty normal bars or you know, or a dive or something like that. If I turn around, it's only happened like once I think. And I was like, hey, so uh, what beer do you want? It's like, oh, I don't really drink beer. Um, actually, what kind of, um, what kind of red wine do they have? I'm like. <laughs> We're in a punk rock bar. Yeah, I'm not bar. asking for a fucking wine list. You're at like the end. You probably have like yeah, Wild Irish Rose you know? or something like. Yeah. They have Mad Dog. Is that what you want? Yeah. Like, well, because I'll fucking get you that. But like, I'm not asking them for a wine. You know what? <laughs> you you know what? This is over. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we're done. We're we're done. I can't. I just do imagine this. like the shittiest bar ever. You'd be like, do you know what kind of wine they got? I'm like, I'm pretty sure they don't. I do know a couple girls that like I've, I've been at. They were like friends. Of friends, so we, we go somewhere, and it's, I mean, I'm not, this isn't, you know, I'm sure this guys have done this too, but just in my example, I happen to be kind of frou-frou girl, and she asked for a wine, she asked for wines, and we were in the shittiest of dive bars, like, one, you know, where it's just the whole, I mean, which I love, where the whole thing's covered in graffiti oh, and yeah. band stickers, and they're asking for a wine list, and the bartender kind of looked at me like I was the asshole, I'm like, <laughs> she's not with me, man, don't, fuck that, I'll just take some Old crow. <laughs> <laughs> do you want you want to like ice? No, you like. Uh, do you want uh, just give me vodka? Just, do you want ice on it? No, just. No. I don't care how I warm mean, it is. You can warm it up actually. <laughs> just like roll it in, roll it in your hand like play doh first, and then pour it. Dishwasher first. Oh, but yeah, no, I dated a girl who like only drunk drank wine. And um, you want to answer that on the call or? I'd prefer not to. Okay. <laughs> but um. What was it? So, yeah, she only drank wine. She was like, yeah, every time I drink beer or, like, a cocktail or something like that, I, like, I don't know. She says she feels sick the next day or, like, it's terrible hangovers, like, the next huh. day. But, like, with wine, she didn't. So, I, I mean, mean, we're just talking about my love life. I mean. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 
back in the single days, I mean, I did go out with a handful of people that were like, yeah, I don't really drink. And I'm just like, this ain't going anywhere. Yeah, I, mean, like, <laughs> like, I, I, I can't do that. Yeah, it's also a no-no, which is sad, but it, it, I can't it, it, do I don't it. know what it says about me. But yeah, drink I think it says more about you or I that yeah. you're like, oh, you know what? I don't drink. I'm like, cool. I'll never see well, you again. <laughs> see you later. Yeah. I like to, a good trick. Goes, I like huh? to do, which you two aren't going to do, but because <clears throat> next time you go on a first date, um, I mean, like obviously, you don't have to go with your girlfriends or anything. Just, <laughs> um, but yeah, I like to take them to like one of those places. that's like a brewery, you know, like Jackalope or oh, yeah. like in town, like because they have like it's chill. It's kind of like a coffee shop, but it's beer. So you're like, okay, I know so she drinks. So it's infinitely better. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> It's like, it's a chill place, but we can also drink beer. I mean, breweries are fun. I mean, like, what's funny for me, though, is that, like, there are some breweries that I like going to, but I don't actually like any of their beer. Yeah. Uh, Nashville's a weird town for breweries. I don't think Nashville makes particularly good alcohol of I think, any sort. I think Richmond, uh, our old home, definitely has the edge yeah. on, uh, on that. If anyone's ever in Richmond, Virginia, the brewery <clears throat> scene is insane. But uh, but yeah no I I I I like the breweries for the camaraderie mostly yeah uh, yeah there ha- there hasn't been a lot of Nashville specific <clears throat> beer that has wowed me yeah it's like when I moved so Kansas City has this Boulevard I don't know if you ever tried that Mm-mm. I think they finally got it in Nashville oh Boulevard Brewing I'm sorry like I thought you were talking about- oh yeah yeah no I, I yeah. Got- okay Boulevard's I great I love it so like when I was in Kansas City it was like love Boulevard that's all I got yeah. <laughs> And then I moved here. Kansas City, Missouri, or Kansas City, Kansas? I'm technically from the Kansas side, Rock Chalk. Do you not like Kansas? No, we have a buddy who's from Kansas City, Matt. And yeah, he's like, the only person we know from Kansas City. I'm like, Kansas City, Kansas, and he will fight you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, the Missouri? No, I'm from the Missouri side. I'm not the one Missouri? of the Billy's from the Kansas <laughs> In Missouri, and Missouri's way worse. <laughs> That's what, I mean. I've met people from both sides, and they both are emphatic about how well, their so, side is the so, good side. Well, it's so funny because Kansas is in the name, and then the people in Missouri just get so mad when you say it's from Kansas. Right. Like, uh, where do you think it's from? Like, Oklahoma City's not in – just because it's, like, on the border doesn't – Right. Mean, There's a couple colleges <clears throat> back east that, like, played in rugby, and I remember being really confused. They're, like, in northeast, and there's a – there's a – oh, shit, what is it called? It's It's – uh, now I can't think of them. This is anticlimactic. What? There's like University of Pennsylvania, well, oh yeah. well, but it's not. It's not. Well, I'll give you one. Uh, there's Miami University and the University of Miami. The difference is Miami University is in Oxford, Ohio, which is yeah, but that's Miami of Ohio. No, it's just called Miami University. So, <laughs> it, for if you don't know, like that could be pretty confusing because, of course, you know you're thinking University of Miami, you're thinking boat parties and pit bull, but and <laughs> Dude, Miami, Miami University, it's just cornfields and cocaine and rich kids. <laughs> Dude, Miami is a weird city. Miami, Florida. Yeah, yeah, that Miami. Yeah, it's gonna bother you. Well, there's a Pits- there's a Pittsburgh state, and that's in Kansas. Really? In Pitt- <laughs> there's a Pittsburgh, Kansas, for no- for. Interesting. You know, they're like, how can we disrespect God today? And, <laughs> and just like, stand this Pittsburgh. Like, what's so special about Pittsburgh? Nothing. Yeah. Like, even like the ag- actual city is like, oh, it's Pittsburgh. I mean, it's probably someone's city. Interesting. Oh, you know what I'm thinking of? California University of Pennsylvania. <laughs> it's like, why? And there's another one that's just like choose that. a different name. Yeah, California University of Pennsylvania. And then there's another one that's. Same kind of deal where it makes absolutely dick for sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you said Miami is weird. I haven't 
I've never really done Miami. We played a festival there years and years ago. It was funny. We got booked on it. I don't, I don't even remember. How, we, we, I've never been to Miami. I just heard a lot of bad we, stories. We, so like, entered shit. into something online that was like, come play the Miami Music Festival. And, you know, we're like, Miami Music Festival. Like, that sounds cool. And so we went, not having any idea that, that you know, we're this is an early iteration of our band. Uh, but the early iteration, we were more kind of a Goo Goo Dolls, Matt Nathanson, like acoustic, like pop mm-hmm. rock kind of thing. And we get down there and the entire festival is hip hop and like salsa. <laughs> like, And then there's us. And there was like one, there was this random pop punk band that like, oddly enough, we had a mutual friend, which was like really weird because we'd never been to Florida before. Uh, and that was it. And we played on some stage at like one o'clock in the morning or something like that. <laughs> and then again, we had the second show. We had like a decent time slot, but there was like a torrential like rainstorm, so like nobody came out. And then like three out of, one out of the four band members wasn't twenty one, so we didn't even like get to go clubbing or anything. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> so that was kind of my Miami experience. I, Jack toured the University of Miami. And uh, we were there for like an afternoon. But other than that, I've, I've never really done Miami before. There's like porn stars and mafia. There is actually one hotel in Miami that has these like, it's not, sorry, not a hotel. It's like a, it's a residential building, but it's apartments. And it's, uh, when you're looking at it from the street, like every floor is a different neon color. Mm-hmm. And apparently that's where every single person in the porn industry lives in that building. <laughs> and it's the, they just need to burn it to the ground and salt the earth. <laughs> it's like, are you used up yet? Nope. Get back in. Send the hazmat crew in there. Just, uh, just actually like porn stars are actually like, they have to get like checked up once a week. Like you'd be surprised how know. clean the industry is. Like I, I have heard through various documentaries and stuff that apparently the industry has gotten a lot more regulated and safer, which yeah. you know, is good. It's like yeah. pros and cons, but yeah, it's like apparently it's, when you start off, it's really good, and then later it's like it's uh, that it's episode like, of Always Sunny where Dennis uh, ends up becoming a male prostitute, and by the end of it, it's just really sad. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know that one. Oh, yes, you do. That was like an early episode. It's where remember they go to the country club and uh, then oh, yeah, and they're yeah. trying to solicit. <laughs> and then that was before Frank was like an actual good character. They were still trying to figure out what to do with Frank. I think that's the episode where it turns, and yeah. that's where they finally start to figure out, okay, Frank's the sleaziest person on Earth. I like yeah. early Frank, actually, better, because, yeah. like, he was just this guy who was just, like, this pissed-off dad because his kids were pieces of shit. Yeah, he, I like that Frank better yeah. than, like, when he was just, like, everyone just goes completely insane the He's longer. Like, can I offer you an egg in this yeah. trying time? Yeah. <laughs> as he, As all of the characters went on in that series like they just got weirder and weirder and weirder yeah. and weirder uh, like Frank I, th- I think early it's always sunny was like the best yeah of it's I think season sunny. four I think it was the peak season four had they solved the gas crisis America's next top model the nightman cometh uh, <laughs> where they hunt cricket <laughs> like, I love nightman I'm like that's all in one season man like I mean that's that's incredible I, d- I just love the idea of like doing this whole big grand gesture and then like the waitress is just like are, are we done yeah no, Charlie, I will not marry you. <laughs> I'm so pissed that, like, when they actually, like, went on the road for, like, two weeks the next year and, like, did the Nightman musical that, like, I didn't see it. Like, that would have been so cool. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, I was just, like, out of nowhere, like, to send my friend's text. 
got to pay the trolls toll to get to the boys' hole. Uh, I mean, just it's genius. Better at like yeah. if you're up at three a.m. Just oh yeah, it's the best time to send it. Yeah, the troll toll. So I think we need to take a break and then listen to your new song, and then we get back. We're gonna get really into it. Let's get into Let's it. Get into it.
guys, so we're back. So let's just get right into it. Why are you gay? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have, get some context, man. People are gonna listen to this. And no, gonna... I might just put in the clip. I don't know. I don't yeah. care. The network's always like, don't put clips of you know, um, what the fuck is his name? Uh, Garth Brooks just randomly in the show. <laughs> dude, Garth Brooks is a weird dude. Are you familiar with your mom's house? Oh, dude, yeah, I love that show. Uh, they do like a weekly. They're like take just, a frothy shit on Garth Brooks. It's really yeah, the they thing, make they make fun of him constantly. The it's, only thing I like hate about what they do, I don't, I really think they don't like him. Like I genuinely like him, mm-hmm. but like I'm not like a huge ass Garth Brooks fan. You're saying like, you think it's actually malicious with I'm like, with okay, he's doing weird things. Make fun of the weird things he's doing. Don't like take down who he is. But I mean, yeah, he does some stupid shit. <laughs> when they pointed out that his eyes don't move when he smiles, I about pissed my pants. <laughs> he was like, look, everyone when they smiles, your eyes kind of move to the sides. Garth Brooks' his eyes don't move. When he smiles, it's like <laughs> this thing and he's still wide-eyed and it looks like. Oh yeah, serial killer. They're like, I dude, think I got his Facebook like joining Facebook video. I got it down, and we did. Um, I think we just found out the show's on Spotify now, mm-hmm. so um, which is good because Spotify's going to take over podcasting. Yeah, and so I, I was just that. like, well, I guess it's official. We're now on Spotify. Yeah, <laughs> he. Uh, I went to I went to LSU for a little while, and uh, so Colin Baton Rouge is like the, that song's the got song. a, a, a dear dear spot in my heart. Yeah. Friends in Low Places, it's a great song. Yeah, yeah, it's like the gotta, theme song for the Royals. Until you see 92,000 people sing one of those songs, it just it won't hit you the same way. But yeah. Garth, Brooks is, Garth Brooks has two of the highest-selling albums of, in the top ten. He's like, no, he's the <laughs> second top-selling artist of all time in the U.S., Yeah, right the U- under the Beatles. In the U.S., he has two in the top ten, but the number one most highest-selling album in the U.S. is the Eagles' Greatest Hits. I never get that. I cannot... Is that still? Uh huh. I sure thought Thriller that? was oh, up yeah. there too. In fact, the Eagles just recently uh, overtook Thriller again in the last couple. Who keeps of months. buying their greatest hits? Album. That's what I'm wondering. It, what's funny is every time this comes up, all I can think about is that part in the Big Lebowski where he gets in the cab and the guys playing the music. He's like, "Hey man, come on, can't you change the station? I've had a bad night and I hate the fucking Eagles." <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, dude! Oh. But yeah, no, people are still buying that fucking thing. Like, I, I, and he's not on any streaming service. Garth Brooks. Yeah, that's what makes it even because you no. got to buy it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chris Gaines' greatest hit. Someone bought it. Props Kid, to Chris. Gaines. Kid Rock did that for a long time too. He was a huge holdout, and his that album that had all summer long went like multi platinum because people just actually had to buy it, and yeah. they couldn't like get it on iTunes or stream it or any of that shit. You got to yeah, take your CD. You got to, like, take your tape player and you, like, have the radio. Yeah. You got to press record at the right time. Oh, I did Dude, that this so says, much. Uh, so Garth, he might be, like, top-selling total, but his uh, album, his top album is number 10. Okay. Uh, for a while, I thought he had two in the top 10. So he's, He might have at Eagles some point. is number one, greatest hits. Number two is Thriller. That's what I thought, yeah. And Eagles is also number three. Maybe that's what I was thinking of that the Eagles, Eagles actually have three. two. Oh, dude, what okay, that 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 might greatest be greatest hits thirty eight million and Hotel California twenty six million. Back in Black's got to be up there too. Back right? in Black's number five. There you go. Okay. And, and the Shania four is number four. Shania Back Twain. Five. Rumors. Fleetwood Mac is number six. That's good, yeah. Really? That's a Guns good album. Roses. Appetites number yeah. seven. Shania Twain is number eight. Elton John Greatest Hits number nine. Boston. 
Boston. See, out of all 10. of those, to Our me, folks. Elton John greatest hits is the one that makes the most sense. That and Thriller, obviously. But like, like I feel like I feel like every adult's house that like, you know, I mean, like you know, when you go over to your friend's house to play when you're a kid, like I feel like every house I ever went into, like growing up, there was an out, al- there was a copy of Elton John's greatest hits. I don't know about somewhere. this list either because I think I have that. Because it doesn't have. Uh, doesn't have Lincoln Park anywhere on here, and I'm pretty sure their first record sold like 15 million in the U.S. Uh, was it Hybrid Theory? Hybrid Theory. Yeah, yeah I, th- I thought it. I mean, it sold like. I think it sold. I mean, it sold 35 worldwide. I think. What? Uh huh. And uh, it's gone. It went over Diamond. I know that is a fact. Yeah, it's certified to do 32 million copies. Yeah. It's a great album. Good. It's the highest selling rock album of the 21st century. Yeah. Because you got to think it came out Ooh. right. You got to think that record came out right when Napster happened. So they caught the last gasp before Napster just murdered everything. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, so if you watch your mom's house, you know Good Morning Julia? That would be something uh, for him. I don't Let know. me, I'll pull it up because we can do that. And we can just listen and make everyone feel like an outsider to our conversation. Okay. Perfect. So yeah, before we were watching, why are you gay? But anyway, so here's the story behind this. Good morning, Julia. Okay. Okay, so this girl here's the full story of this. So this girl, um, she was getting a tan at a gym or something like that. Cause some gyms do that, I guess. I yeah, don't know. Yeah. I, I don't I really feel there's sad when Pla- I there's tanning of Planet Fitness. Okay. Like you can, I guess she could, and then she had her name on the list, and then this guy named Joe, he um, put that on. Uh, he like got her name from it, and then when she was leaving, he's like Julia, Julia. Well, met me, like he wanted to get her number or something like that, and so she was just, and so basically, like he's That's like super creepy. Those yeah, are basically like a, things that women have to deal with all the time. Twenty years older than her. Yeah, yeah, and so um, she's like, let me get your number, and so she wanted him to like put his number to her phone and he just called her number. So he made sure to have it and then sends her this video the very next morning. So, Uh, Oh God, why are dudes so weird? Yeah. Dudes are the worst. Good morning, Julia. It's me, Joe. Just wanted to say hi. Wish you a great day. Oh God. Tell you that meeting you yesterday and getting a look at you was probably one of the greatest moments of my life. You were so beautiful. You don't know how beautiful you are to me. Oh, what? I mean, just, you're gorgeous. You're precious. Is this this and, guy's uh, mom's house? But it's house? been sitting in my mind when you said to me, yeah, you want to go back house. with your No, I mean, this is literally this guy's mom's house. Please erase right him now. from no, your memory. you'll see. Don't ever go back in the past. I know because I've been there. And I understand when, you know, you're trying to find somebody and you go on dates and nothing compares oh. to your ex. But there is that better person out there and julia i promise you it is me i will love you like you've never been loved before what you i'll make you feel like a woman a real man Uh, believe me after you experience me uh, oh god dude so (laughs) open up your heart to me in your arms and your legs let's go full throttle (laughs) i can see me falling in love with you it just, I don't know, oh, I just looked in your me. eyes and what? I just melt. Anyhow, I'm heading off to work. This is my cute little home. Everything you see behind me, 
I built everything. Every square inch from crown molding to chair How rail. How fucking Fancy long is this video? Lighting, plumbing, doors, windows. So this is the type of guy you're getting. I'm a very handy guy. And uh, I'd love to build you whatever you want. Oh, my God. You're a sweetheart. So I hope this video doesn't scare you. <laughs> that's how I feel. This I is nightmare fuel. This is okay. And I look forward uh, going out to dinner with you. So I'm like, let's make it happen. Physically cringing. She canceled her. Oh. Ciao, baby. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, that guy deserved to have that video put on. So the no, like people make all these parodies all the time of this. Like, good morning, Julia. It's me, Joe. Let me see if I can find. I did my own, and I sent it just to ironically. I hope. Yeah, no, okay. like, these are all jokes. Let me see here. I got to find a friend who doesn't text me back a lot because they're dicks. Talking about you, Jeremy. Whenever he's listening to this. Anyways, where is... <laughs> You're going to see my text thread. <laughs> no all judgment right. here. Okay. Good morning, Julia. It's me, Joe. I just wanted to say that masturbating to you last night was one of the greatest moments of my life. I think about you constantly. I hide in your closet, I sniff your clothes, and I even jacked off into one of your socks. I absolutely love it. Julia, I want to make a woman out of you, just like I made a woman out of your sock. Okay? You you are so beautiful to me. I could wear your skin and put up five new ceiling fans all in that span of time. You just that gorgeous to me. I know you're thinking about your ex-boyfriend. I know his dick is bigger than mine. I know he actually shaves his pubic hair. But I just want you to know that he's in the past and I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill your ex-boyfriend. So I'm gonna see you while you're sleeping tonight. Ciao, baby. Not bad. Not bad. So yeah, there's like a there's like a ton of them. You just look online, like Good Morning Julia parody. Oh god, that was. But yeah, we don't have to talk about that. No, I, I, on behalf of my gender, I am truly mortified. Anyways, I'm trying to get all my friends with wives, like get their wives to wake up their husbands every morning with Good Morning Julia. They do have. I feel like. Your mom's house is responsible for a lot of phrases becoming in the lexicon. Dude, yeah, dude. That's like glassing a, is glass. Oh man, glassing. Just, just, just straight just glassing. Just glassing. Just straight glassing. <laughs> just, just, just shot it. It was like glass. I'm glassing. I'm glassing. Oh, what are what are they currently on? Um, they I call each even, other jeans. Well, that that's kind of like always been a thing, yeah. but um. Yeah, it's uh, don't close the door. We want to hear you, Julia. Good morning, Julia. But no, like in the video, he has like 12 ceiling fans. <laughs> so, like, let me see if we can like show I, that without making noise. I do respect uh, his ceiling fan game. I'm, you, I'm a big fan of ceiling fans. You know, this is one of those things that's like you think is a good idea in the moment. No, I, and then, like later, you realize what the hell am I gonna do? No, the greatest. Yeah, it's like a bad a, idea, is but a porch that has a ceiling fan, an outdoor porch with a fan. Yeah, he said he looks like one of those guys, but it, yeah, it does seem like one of those things. You'd be like, you know, I'm gonna do it. I'm just gonna be bold and tell her my feelings, and then 
if you're like a smart person, you like take oh. the night, wait to do that, or like jerk off and think responsibly. Like you know better. Not this guy. Yeah, not not a good morning, Juliet. Did you like my uh, shower curtain? <laughs> uh, yeah, that was uh, that was unique. <laughs> yeah, never seen Jeff Goldblum. it's just Jeff Goldblum with a like a monkey. That, uh, but anyways, we yeah, should probably they, talk about your music. Cause... Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what do you got a repeat sh- reviewing here? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I was just we were just talking about his ceiling fans because he has like oh, twelve of them. Interesting. There's this one parody video. The guy was in like Lowe's or Home Depot and like the fans. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like, good. "Good morning, Julia. It's me, Joe." Um, but anyway, so y'all just released new music. Yes. So mm-hmm. let's talk about that. What's the song called? The song is called Certain. Mm-hmm. So certainly a song, right? Yes. Because, yeah, I think last time you were on the show, you were just talking about how you guys were getting into the studio. Maybe. I don't remember. I don't remember how long ago. I remember ago every was. conversation. Well, I'm saying, like, I don't remember how long ago it was. Like, for some no, reason. No, you were like, you guys were like just starting it. I thought we had, were like just putting out the album, but I I could no, be, not, I could be um, totally wrong. When were you on? Because you're in like the 30s, I want to say. And you, this, this will be man. episode 52. So for some reason, it I was thought, like uh, last spring or February. In in that case, then yeah, we would have well, a lot happened. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we if it was February, we were. About to go in. Well, at that point, we had record. We had started recording certain at that point, because mm-hmm. uh, we did that with our buddy Matt Lay, who uh, teaches a class at the SAE Institute uh, right off of Music Row, and also runs the Tracking Room, which is a gorgeous studio uh, off Music Row. And so we, uh, Jack, ended up finding him in the Yep Group or something, and yeah. and uh, we, we released it in March. Okay, yeah. So it might have been like a month before, maybe? Yeah, so we, uh, we'd we started recording the su- Certain at that point. That's the new single. Oh, yeah, John Mayer just released his like, signature guitar yes, from PRS. We, did, PRS. we did talk about Which that. Which I'm still like uncertain about. The dumbest. I like, it's the headstock. I like, I like it. But, it's know, the headstock. I've never it's, got- it's the PRS headstock. I know, like scientifically, I, I it's better, but I'm just like, why, why would you? They very well made guitars. Yeah. I mean, it's probably it's very well made, but it looks stupid. That's yes. Um, we'd start recording the song at that point, though. I guess <laughs> at the time we thought we were going to be recording the album at another studio, and then <laughs> that did not happen. That got dragged out for a couple of months, and then you know, long story short, it just uh, you know we got the rug pulled out from under us. But then the great Michael Zuso uh, at the Keystone Studios. Uh, right around here, actually. Uh, he uh, he came in, saved the day, and so we've uh, we've been recording a record with him. Uh, we started last May. We wrapped recording a couple weeks ago, and uh, we're about to go to mixing. But Certain uh, was a standalone single, and Matt Lay at the tracking room did an incredible job recording it. Uh, we had a lot of fun making it, and uh, we've started playing it live, and it, it goes off, man. Yeah. Yeah, it sounded lit from what I've heard. Well, thank you. <laughs> But um, like, I loved your guys' because, like, what a normal band does, you know, like, the once you finish, like, the drums for a song, you, um, the band Seether, when I was interning at Blackbird. Oh, nice. They, they were working on, like, their album, the mm-hmm. one that was closest to 2016. But um, they, like, instead of, like, you guys, like, colored it. They, oh, you're, they, talking, they, you're talking about <clears throat> the, uh, the progress board? Yeah, the progress board. Yeah. So they, instead of, um, 
like with normal people, like, you know, the coloring, they had one intern, like the only married intern, go to like a porn shop, <laughs> buy like a bunch of gay porn magazines. And so they'd like cut out dicks and then like. I knew that's where you're going with this. I knew it was going to be dicks. I, yeah, it's like that. I could sense it. They're pretty cool. See, they're, they're pretty cool guys. But uh, how long did you intern at Blackbird? Uh, like three months. I just gave my school hours and jet because it was just janitor work. I, I, just, I just loved. I've been an intern in a studio before too, dude. That it's awful. Yeah, it's uh, you know every now and then I got to do something cool. Uh, but yeah, you know. it's Wrapping cables, it's you know sweeping and mopping the floor, and you know I just think like the mo- going just, on going on drink runs and food runs, and you I know, mean the runs were okay. Yeah, you know, I clean. feel like just the cleaning is just like I mean I work at a bar now, so like I have to yeah. do that anyway. So like I can't. but like when it's unpaid work, I'm like cleaning shouldn't be involved. <laughs> I think that's I think Dark Horse actually still does like something sometimes where they'll be like if you come over here and mow our lawn and pick up shit, we'll give you hours. Yeah, like studio kind of time. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's better than other things, but like, well, it's because so many people don't want to do that type of work. So it's like I remember right, commenting well, who, who on like that post it? too. I was just like, the dark why don't one? you just like, yeah, I was like, why don't you just pay your employees? <laughs> <laughs> it's cheaper to because <laughs> <laughs> there's no money in music. Yeah, I know, but I mean, I guess studio time That's isn't the really worst nice thing. Studio, so. Oh yeah, yeah I mean, it's yeah. beautiful. Actually, I had to pick up amps. From their procedure. Nice. I have too much with that band. I like made them lattes, like for no reason. <laughs> Just like you guys want lattes. Hey, that's going above and beyond. One of the en- one of the engineers there was just like I don't know. He was he was like one of those funny guys, but like he was like I don't know. He was like making some jokes. I'm like okay, and there were two Sean's in there, so I just put like like douchebag on his food and then like but there's another guy named sean there too yeah and Seether, i think and i'm just like hey this isn't this isn't you this is the engineer because <laughs> he just like piss off the band yeah that would uh, i can see how that could have gone awry dude, that was dude that no they were like cracking up when i saw that well that's good i'm good i'm glad I, but the engineer wasn't happy just like <laughs> can you not do it in front of the clients right right <laughs> but, overstepping as the intern but anyway so yeah like when do you guys plan on getting the album out that's an excellent question. Yeah, so we still have um, still have to finish editing before it goes to mixing. Okay. Um, and so starting to look at um, different mixers and mm-hmm. um, so one, once we, you know, once we decide what route we're going to go with that, mm-hmm. you know, depending on the mixer's workload. I mean, I, I would imagine it'll be end of summer. Okay. Um, I, would, I, I I'm aiming first single. End of the summer. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if the album will come out. I think we probably, you know, realistically, we, it's probably we, end of the year. Out, I'd probably like to do one or two more singles first. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like mm-hmm. the model now. Yeah. It's like you release like two or three singles first, and then you put your record out. And if you even put out a record, you know, so many it's people a, just Jack, do singles. With now. you playing drums, are they going to timeline literally everything? Or they do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, actually, we saw our engineer last night. He was wasted, and he was like, "Hey, Jack, congratulations on being." <laughs> The member with the least amount of editing needed. <laughs> I mean, that's a good thing with the drums, though. And I was like, dude, you haven't gone back and really checked yet. He's like, I haven't. I'm just guessing. You <laughs> <laughs> might have to beat Detective your entire thing. Like, there, yeah. there is a like funny thing with like drums in like metronome. It's like you need to play with the click, but you don't have to align with the click, which sounds dumb. But you know, like it's a groove thing. Like you know, yeah, like yeah. a good drummer. I mean, I like I I, I tend to sit way back in the beat, mm-hmm. so. Sometimes it actually, if you try and, you know, go in and, and beat Detective, it doesn't quite sound 
right? Yeah, because that's it takes yeah. it out of like I, I I try to play kind of slinky, kind of that. Yeah, you know, it's really just, with like drums, like you have to make sure like it fits well with the guitars and the bass, and like yeah. make sure that all feels good together. Yeah, I don't I don't really like playing on top of the click. Yeah, there's it's a it's a weird phenomenon. It's a that, weird thing to think about if you're not a like musician. newer newer engineers. If you like send them stems of like an actual drummer, and it's yeah. like little bit slightly off the click but like still sounds really good in the song yeah. they get like so like this these drums are like unworkable i can't <laughs> i can't do this i'm like no it sounds fine with a song like you don't even need the click if you're just mixing it <laughs> that's new school shit mm-hmm. yeah it's people don't have how to have like, feel anymore i'm a big vinnie paul fan mm-hmm. and it's funny because you'll hear i'm well, not funny it's annoying but you'll hear like when people cover pantera a lot yeah drummers just fuck it up because they don't play far enough back because he'd sit they don't know how to swing he'd sit way far back in the beat and a lot of times you'll hear people cover something even like walk which is not like a hard song or anything but like they'll just be playing either ahead of a beat or just like right on top of the click and you're like dude you have to sit back when you play this shit and it's like <laughs> it's weird that i don't know something not that i'm some savant but like <laughs> It's a weird concept to explain to someone that doesn't know how to get it. Mm-hmm. Either you yeah. get it or you don't. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. I'm really bad at explaining <laughs> concepts and shit. Like, I'm like, people, oh, how do I do this? I'm like, I don't know, man. Just figure it out. And like, <laughs> quit yeah. being a bitch. Just, just figure it out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, that's the thing. Like, you guys are making rock records, and mm-hmm. what's it? People are, like, pissed off at rock now because it's, like, Imagine Dragons and... Was it Greta Van Fleet or whatever there? So yeah, I just I just uh, had a post about this that apparently uh, it's cited a lot in the uh, the Nashville rock community. Here is my take no. on Greta Van Fleet. And Jack, ask Jack how many Greta Van Fleet songs he's actually listened to. I listened to the new record. No, you didn't. We were driving to. Uh, you probably listened to. Shady were driving you, to Memphis. You probably listened to a couple clips. Now here is here is my take on Greta Van Fleet. Yes, they sound a lot like Led Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. However. I have found that most of the people that whine about them are the people that also whine about, like, why is it rock like, you know, when's rock coming back? Like, why is it rock popular? <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Here comes Greta Van Fleet, a brand new band, and in their first several years, they are, they're about to head, they're headlining festivals. Their next album cycle, they will headline arenas. Like, that's a fact. They're mm-hmm. already headlining three night stands at three to 6,000 cap rooms. So they're mm-hmm. going to do arenas next time. They're on the radio. And they're causing us to have this conversation right now. I mean, they played fucking Saturday Night Live as a new rock band. Like, that yeah. has not happened in, like, over a decade. And so it's like, okay, maybe it's not exactly the way, you know, you purists out there wanted rock to come back. But guess what? It is. And what they are doing is they're going to open the door for newer, cooler bands to come and break through. Yeah. So, like, a band like The Struts, like, I think they're next. And, like, I would love to see them get as big or or bigger than Greta Van Fleet because I think they've got the total package. Yeah, but they were around before. Okay. I just, I think, like... Sure they were around before. they're good. They're so good. They're so good. I feel like the problem with, like, rock music, though, is I don't think it's, like, the music itself. It's, like, the fans. Like, do you want another thing, like, repurposed, like, and redone? No, no, that's not not a bad point. Like, like, that's not wrong. But, um, again, I look at it like, you know, back in 2000, you know, rock's big thing was, you know, new metal. But then the Mm -hmm. Strokes came along 
Yeah. And they just blew the door down. And because of the strokes, then you got the killers and then you got the white stripes and then you got the Arctic monkeys and then you got the hot, you know, all these other bands happen because of what the strokes did. So I think the Greta Van Fleet is going to have an impact that like you're yes, they're like this retro, you know, repurposed sound. But I think mm-hmm. because up and cover band. Yes. But because of the work that they are doing and because of the impact they're having, I think that that's going to open the door for a broader spectrum of newer rock bands and we can see rock go somewhere else. I actually think that it's going to be that labels do what labels do (laughs) and they're going to now crank out 20 more Greta Van Fleets. It's going to be all (laughs) of this like copy 70s dog shit and actually people making good new rock. No, but but this old stuff is what's hot. (laughs) I don't want the new stuff. See, I wouldn't mind like which Greta- is the complete opposite of what people have been saying. Of you know, people in the industry have been saying for years, it's like, oh no, it sounds too dated. But now, like, it might yeah. go the opposite way. <laughs> I just hope Greta Van Fleet doesn't like try to too modernize themselves. Like, I don't the, think the they will. Weird synth rock album type I thing. I don't think they're gonna do that. I think they're. But I mean, again, but also, I mean, look, another thing I like about them is it's really sad that this is one thing that I think makes them stand out is that they don't play to clicks. They don't have backing tracks. They really sing all their vocals. They really play all their instruments. It's like, that's cool. <laughs> it's like, that's so depressing that that's like, oh my God, how how interesting and unique. This band plays their instruments and sings their own songs. Do they do, uh, uh, what is it, pitch correction on their albums? I'm I don't, sure. I, I'm, well, I'm, I'm sure they did. I mean, everybody everybody been, does doing that. that for 20, 30 years, but you know. But uh, no, I mean, I, yeah, it is. They don't. They don't use. I don't know. Do they actually not play to a click? I don't know if that's accurate or not. No, I don't believe they do. But uh, I know they don't use tracks, which I love because I just I fucking hate. I abhor. I think it's the laziest thing ever. Actually, the other night we were at this uh, metal show, and uh, afterwards I went out with a bunch of musicians and some producers and stuff like that, and. Uh, and I was like, oh, man, like, you know, that was so good. Except, God, one of those bands had to, I mean, the the middle band used a shitload of tracks. And the guy producer was like, oh, yeah, but that's what everyone does now. I was like, fucking, the headliner did. And he's like, yeah, but they're crazy. <laughs> like, why is that crazy? <laughs> yeah, I mean, to me, you know, the way I've always felt about music was that you have the studio version, and you can yeah. throw everything in the kitchen sink at it. I don't care what you do with the recording. But then you have the live version, and that is figure it out. You yeah. take the tools that you have in your tool chest, and you just figure it out. And I think that's what makes an interesting band to me. I don't want to see a band come in with like 50 backing tracks because then why am I watching you here? Like I could just go I, – I could save myself 60 bucks yeah. and listen to you on Spotify. And Yeah, the other side of that coin is uh, – you know, I've been to, God, what concert were we at, man? What did we go to at Ascend that some <laughs> folks that we were with were like, it doesn't sound like the record. We're like, they're killing it. They're so good. It was, uh, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, you and me at Ascend. Yeah, it was, uh, oh, God. Shit. I can't remember what band it was, but the vocalist, he was having, he was blowing the roof off. Of Ascend, which doesn't have a roof, but mm-hmm. but uh, he was just he was fantastic, and the band sounded great. And the that's people, gonna drive me nuts. What show is that? And the people we were with were like, it doesn't sound like the record. And I was like, fuck you! <laughs> that's it the sounds point. great. That's the point. Why why would you want it to sound like the record? Like, well, if it doesn't sound like the record, like why am I here? And I'm like, oh, oh this is, shit. Yeah. <laughs> There's a little. I guess I don't know. I feel like 
I feel like what I like when I listen to pop music, one thing I really like is when they do it live, they have a real drummer. And they so, can because there is this unfortunate trend that is becoming – that's already been happening you know, for ages. But like <sighs> now it's this, you know, these these pop singers, you know, will you – know, they, they, Walk on stage with a laptop and then sing with their they, own they do, vocal tracks still they, in the ricks. They, it's just karaoke. Like it's like yeah, the I same thing as going to the Beave or Miss Kelly's and seeing that. There's no difference. Yeah, I don't like that stuff. I like I like if you, I want to see like the live band. Yeah, like I think that always elevates those types of pop tracks when you get a real drummer in there. Like mm. even get like a real bass player or so, or you know something like that. Like just give it make it stand out you know mm-hmm. give it give it something give me something to watch because i just don't find it that interesting to watch yeah it's someone just someone karaoke themselves yeah, I, on stage you know I, I, mean? I wouldn't go i wouldn't pay for that show mm. even um i saw like tegan and sarah a couple years ago mm-hmm. here and like their drummer like insane yeah um and then their bass player was like real bass and synth bass yeah and a keyboard player doing everything dude and, like dude i went and saw nas and nas had a drummer yeah, yeah. dude rap with drums dude oh, it's the best I've seen Jay Z several times. Oh, Jay Z is he's in, got a killer band. Dude. Did you see him when they were at Bridgestone? No, but I know of his drummer. It's like a twelve-person band. I'm like, holy shit, these mm-hmm. guys are crushing. Oh like, yeah, that's why I feel like sometimes with pop music, it's like if you could like hear it that way with the real bands, like I have so much more respect for it. it. Yeah. So much more because it brings some musicality to mm-hmm. it that is absent when you're just singing with a laptop. I mean, look, even say <clears throat> what you will about Twenty One Pilots, like I think they Ooh. should. I, I think. <laughs> will you let me give my point out, sir? Uh, I, yeah, I think they're big enough now. They should just hire extra musicians. Uh, yeah. But I will say, Tyler is an incredible drummer yep. who's very theatrical. He's always throwing stuff and you know doing. He, he looks like you, honestly. Uh, he fucking and, wishes. But then, <laughs> and the and I'm sure the, you're a great guy if you're listening. <laughs> and the singer whose name I always forget, I apologize, but Josh, thank you. Uh, or maybe Josh is the drummer. Either way, I know both of their names. Uh, but so the singer, you know, he, you know, he actually, he, he engages you, you know, he's, yeah. he's running around and he's occasionally playing ukulele and, you know, bass and keys and whether he's actually playing that stuff, I always think he's probably not, but like, at least he's given you something to look at. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. But if, but if they had extra musicians, I think that would be better. Yeah, they could probably uh, Jim went and saw them, and they were playing an arena, and their lap, their their single laptop crashed, and they just go, oh, well, we can't play anymore. They couldn't even attempt to do anything was, acoustically, and they well, just walked was, off stage, and they were done. Well, it was so, so they done like, fuck this group. You know, they, so I saw them. This was they had blurry face hadn't come out yet, so they were still like on the come up. Okay. Um, so, but like, where was it at? Like, was the venue? So the, it was Barclay Center, Brooklyn. So okay. basically, Madison Square Garden. Uh, and so this was, you know, holding on to you was still kind of like a buzzworthy song. Okay. Like, you know, it was, it was, you know, it was doing fairly well. So it was them panic at the disco and fallout boy. It was the fallout boy, like comeback tour would say okay. rock and roll came out before and, they turned to utter garbage. <laughs> but so, Fully. Uh, so they, uh, so, th- so this is 2013. Yeah. And so, okay. so 21 pilots, they, they probably did a total of like 10 songs or something. And so the first like eight, seven song, seven or eight songs. I mean, they had the crowd in the palm of their hands. I mean, they, they mm-hmm. this crowd it is a packed arena too. Like for an opening act, like the arena is full and the crowd is just eating them up and they get to, I, I believe it's holding on to you was the second to last song. And so the, it's like building and building, building and singer gets on top of a piano. He jumps off like ready for the drop, hits the floor, music cuts out. And it's just like, <laughs> The drummers drumming, they both kind of, they're singing, and they just like look, they kind of like look at each other, like, uh, uh, all right, um, 
All right, well, that was weird. Sorry about that. Uh, well, I guess we're just going to go to our last song. Uh, you know, sorry about that. Thank you. They make it maybe 25 seconds into the last song. Laptop cuts out again. That's when they're like, well, bye. Like, we're done now. And you know their drummer like, uses triggers? How does that make you feel, Jack? I'm not drummers that use triggers. I'm not shocked based on <laughs> everything else we just said. Yeah, right. I'm not even sure if he's even hitting them. <laughs> I mean, he might be pretty, all he pretty sick. hard. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've seen him. I've seen yeah. a video. I mean, like, he puts on a good show. But yeah. and you know, my my point with the Twenty One Pilots thing was like in contrast. Don't mind con- triggers that much. In <laughs> contrast to you know. Uh, you know, uh, the karaoke stuff. I'm like, yeah. at least that's something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not as no, it's not as much as I would like to see, but at least it's something. Y- yeah, I, I I think I just I get I occasionally if you're a enormous I don't know I guess if you're an enormous enormous act and there's certain sounds that you just can't replicate live that you have to have. I guess okay, but I just just. I don't, I don't, I don't get it, and it's so common now that whenever you don't see it, people are surprised by it, and that just bums me out. <laughs> yes. This one, I, I've told this story before a couple times, but there was one show that we played, and someone came up to us at the merch table and was like, "Oh my god, like you know, I love your band. I never heard of you before. You guys are so cool. <laughs> you guys like don't play the clicks or tracks or anything." I'm like, "No, no." He's like. That's so retro. Like, I can't believe you do that. I'm just like, oh, God, man. <laughs> like, I like how it's like, I, I appreciate the compliment, but Jesus, man. I just like not playing to a click is retro. That's yeah. I Dude, love that. Like, I mean, I'll, I'll do gigs. I, you know, I play for other folks and, and I'll do gigs where, you know, you have to play to a click. Even if there isn't tracks, they just insist on, oh, it, it just, we, we have to have it at this BPM every time. And I'm like, all right. But for, for me, I, I mean, you know, I don't have a problem playing to a click like mm-hmm. physically. Yeah, it's it for me. It takes some of the the feel out, like the feel of the show, because I'm hearing this. Yeah, in my ear, I'm like, dude, this is Chinese <laughs> water torture. I'd rather hear the music better um, than that. And maybe yeah. it would be, you know, if I was one of the other things is too when I'm doing these, I'm not running. Yeah, I've got my ears in, but it's just like click going in. It's usually not a, a mix going in, so maybe I'd feel differently if there was a mix going into my yeah. going into my ears. But, but um, <clears throat> yeah, I you know, it click is different with drums. I play guitar, I play guitar with a click, and it's not that bad to me. But I'm also not the one in control of keeping time. <laughs> right? Yeah, and if, you know, and some people will say that you know this is wrong because I've been told it before. But I, I was on a gig. Last year, and they wanted me to use a click, and I was like, oh, "Man, you know, let's, let's feel, let's, let's feel it out, baby. Come on." And so the guy sat, there, the MD sat there with an iPad that had it would live update your BPM. He was like, at the end of the song, he's like, "Well, your verse is held exactly at whatever it was like, but your choruses they were up two BPM." And I was like, "Yeah, man, I think it kind of feels. I like, I kind of <laughs> like pushing the chorus a little bit." Because it just gives it a little something and then kind of sit a little back. And, you know, there's, I think that sounds cool. It's not for everybody, I guess. But he thought it was like, he was like emphatic that like I was an idiot for (laughs) (laughs) two beats. Two PPM, man. The whole song's fucked. All right. Fine. Was it you who I was with when uh, someone was talking about how like a new trick like nowadays is that uh, when you're recording a song, when they get to the chorus, they'll actually up the BPM one, maybe two 
and then for the verse, they'll go right back down. Oh to my the, god, I'm vindicated! Yeah. I knew, I, I knew it felt better I, to push I, the course. I, knew, I, I, was, I didn't right? know if you were there, if you were with me when I heard that no, story. I've never but there, heard there, that, there was but an engineer. Somebody sounds just, great. Somebody was telling me that. I was just like, really? Like that's so interesting. It's, I heard they're, it. they're like, yeah, if it's just that one or two BPMs, it makes the course pop like so much more. I was like, wow. I fucking agree. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard a trick, um, like you raise it like a slight dB or something like that, volume wise. Oh well, yeah. I mean, you I've put, heard you that. Make, make the chorus, you know, explode a little more. I just, yeah. I just make a better arrangement. That's <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I just, I just do the arrangement. I just put 808 drops right before it. The whole thing just. Like Anyways. all three of us made a 808 sound effect. Yeah. They were all three, Boom, all terrible. three were different. <laughs> it's like the blutes doing chicken noises. <laughs> Go, go see a Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we're nearing our end, but we have to do our one last tradition of telling a drunk story. Now, Jimbo, you've, t- <laughs> you've told some good ones last time. But you also said one about Jack, I think, in Russia or something like that. Well, I just said that Jack went to Russia. You're telling, and he had you're some- telling stories on here, boy? No, I, <laughs> no, actually, I specifically did not because you weren't here. <laughs> All right. So what, what's the like a drunk, I, I drunk tour remember. story? Is this? I don't know. You just you just tell whatever drunk story you want. It can be sad too. I don't road care. Road stories. Here's a here's a good road story. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm playing in uh, Russia. Uh, different band, a band called Burn the Ballroom, and um, uh, I, act, I actually at this point I'm by myself. I was doing this thing where I was sitting in with with Russian groups, um, and I was in Siberia, and uh, these guys. <laughs> like, hey, do you want to go ice fishing? And I was like, hell yeah, man, let's let's go ice fishing, baby. And um, so they're like, oh yeah, it's it's really it's not that far. And so they were lying. We got in the car and drove like two and a half. Hours. I was in a place <laughs> called Yakutsk, which is the coldest city in the world. And this is uh, March, so I think it was like negative uh, fifteen, maybe. Ugh. So it's actually pretty balmy for there. It gets to negative sixty there. You just go outside and die. <laughs> but. Um, I think it, yeah, I think it was like negative negative ten, maybe maybe it was negative fifteen. Yeah, some. Either way, it was cold. Either way, it was yeah. But I was actually like pretty warm because um, one of the guys that like he like worked in like a oil refinery or something. He gave me this giant suit that you use if you're out on like an oil platform. Uh. And so I was, I was like sweating. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, and you have to have special boots too because uh, if you have regular boots, the co- the cold just goes through them and freezes your feet off. So I was in. <laughs> All this thermal gear, but um, yeah. So we drive out into the middle of nowhere. It's like 1 a.m. and we get out there, and everybody just starts drinking vodka and beers. And uh, we're in this like big tent that has a uh, stove in it, and um, they have these big uh, metal augers that drill like six feet, eight yeah. feet through the ice, mm-hmm. so you can get your hole in there. And everybody drops a line and trying to ice fish, and um, it gets to be it's probably like 2:30 in the morning. And um, there's, like, eight of us in this tent. Uh, and I hear, like, this woman outside the tent, like, calling. <laughs> and I just kind of, my head just shoots up. I'm like, uh, who else is out here? Because we're on, we're on the edge of the earth. Like, we are, <laughs> there's nobody in this part of the world, like, out there. This is, like, a place where it's only nomadic reindeer herders. <laughs> and we're in the middle of a frozen river. So, and then everyone just starts kind of geeking out and uh they're not saying anything to me they're not even speaking in russian which i'd picked up a little bit of they're speaking a language called sakha which is uh kind of mongolian and these people also are <laughs> ethnically they look uh inuit 
not not like white like Russians and um, so they're all speaking in this and then it's louder and it's like right on the edge of the tent there's like suddenly there's a lady that's outside mm-hmm. the tent and um, and I'm like what is happening right now <laughs> and it's finally one of the guys looks over and he's got a bottle of he's like it's the witch that lives in the river and I'm like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> and they stopped us an hour before we got out here at this big wooden structure, with, and there was all these ribbons tied around it, and they were like, hey, you have to take this food and put it at the base of this structure and then tell the gods that you're just here to fish. Where sh- Their religion is shamanic, and they're like, well, out here is like the nether regions where spirits just wander this part of the world because there's nothing out here. And... I thought they were messing with me, but I don't know. I heard some shit, and it was, uh, <laughs> I was, that was, a uh, that was definitely a weird one. But, uh, there you have it. Yeah, man. <laughs> man, that's. Witch that lives in the river while ice fishing in Siberia. <laughs> and I feel like with Russian accents speaking English, like, you don't know if they're joking. <laughs> they, I could see the fear in their eyes. They were dead serious. <laughs> okay. And then proceeded to tell me that they like, thought it was my fault. Because they'd come out there their whole lives, never had. They'd like we'd only ever heard of these things. We never actually experienced one. It's because you're here. Like, <laughs> tight. Thanks. <laughs> like, yeah. All right. So we got your new song certain out now. Yep. Available out everywhere. 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 And um, where else can we find you guys? Uh, the uh, the app. Uh, the mood just completely dropped. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad for ending. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> TheIvans.com and Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the Ivans, I-V-I-N-S. Um, we play around that. We're, uh, we kind of took like 2018 off just because we're making the album, mm-hmm. but we're back full force now. Uh, we're going full throttle. Going full throttle. Charlie's Angels too. Uh, we're playing you know, a couple times a month, both the original stuff and we do like some tribute stuff as well. Um, like, I don't know when you're going to post this, but uh, on next May- week. Yeah. Okay. On May 28th at the back corner, we're putting on a show called part, uh, party of nineties. So it's us and this band pretty, uh, pretty Ravens. Wait, when is that? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Tuesday, the 28th, uh, of, month at the, of May at the, of the month of May. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'll see you there. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, th- you know, it's just us pretty Ravens. And then, uh, Daisy dead from a great band called the dead dead. She's going to DJ. It's at the back corner. It's a free show. It's just all night all 90s music um and then off of that you know we put on this thing called grunge night a couple times mm-hmm. a year so that's a totally different you know style yeah. stylistic tribute you know to that to that era uh, that third one's going to happen in august um we are doing a deftones tribute that's at, cool. uh, was that high watt yeah it's at high watt on june uh, 14th 14th yep and then the ivans are playing um on may 20th at uh, the east room with uh, joe beck yep yep and that's a Monday night, and uh, that's you know early show. I mean, it starts at eight o'clock. You know, and are we, aren't we playing at the Cobra a couple weeks after that? No, I told you we got asked to play at the Cobra, but that's we're right. not doing it. Half our band's gone. I forgot about that. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're around. So if you check in on all the social media, the website, mm-hmm. uh, it's got all the stuff. We're, uh, we'll be, uh, you know, we're hoping to do some road dates uh, this summer as well. Cool, so. cool, cool. So you can go to a city near you. <laughs> yeah, man, and uh, new single coming end of the summer. Ooh, end of the summer. Oh, awesome. Cool. And uh, Jack, anything else you want to <laughs> add to that? I think the ghost story pretty much sums it all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Just> the, <laughs> <woo. Yeah. laughs> but anyways, all right. Check out more at samsfilkermusic.com and shwaymedia.com. And like always, stay awesome. Boom.
podcasting.